Hello and welcome to Deer Tracks. It's great to be with you again for another episode of the Deer Tracks podcast. Hope you and your family are doing well as we continue to ride out this COVID-19 pandemic. And I think what would help is if we had some springier, if that could be a word, weather. Across much of the U.S., we have enjoyed a cold, wet April with some snow showers mixed in, almost as if we're getting a second March. Then again, maybe this type of weather is better if you have to stay indoors. And it would be more torturous if it were nicer. Well, however you look at it, the most important thing is that you're safe and healthy, and if you're not well, then I hope you will be soon. As I mentioned last episode, right now I'm running a haiku challenge. This is a great creative exercise for you and your family to do. Haikus are simple in that there are three lines that don't rhyme and follow a syllable count of 575. That's five syllables for the first line, seven syllables for the second line, and five syllables for the third. Have fun with it, and be sure to post your haiku to either Facebook or Instagram with the hashtag #HaikuChallenge, and make sure to tag me in the post. Here is one from my friend Jen Bazinski, who was inspired by our recent bout of wintry weather. It should be sunny. So why is snow falling down? So disappointing. Thank you, Jen, for sharing that haiku with me, and I look forward to reading more haikus from our listeners on future episodes during this challenge. Happy writing. And before we move ahead, I just wanted to thank John Hodling. Hopefully, John, I said your last name correctly. Uh, If I didn't, I apologize. But I want to thank him for the image that uh, we have for this episode. Um, It was a picture of a woodworking project that uh, his uh, friend, he kind of carved the deer um, in there. If you look at the picture, it's uh, this um, almost looks like a salvage piece of wood and it's got a a deer uh, burned into into the wood or carved into the wood. Uh, It's a really neat Really neat uh, picture, so I just want to thank John for sharing that with Evan, and he is, John is the owner of Different Woods, and what he said about it was, it was a slab of wood that he got from the sawmill, and his friend Paul carved the deer in it with his CNC machine, so for those of you that are familiar with uh, wood carving and that would probably know what a CNC machine is, and then he put four coats of spar varnish on it. So take a look at the image. Um, I will also have it posted on my Instagram account. Uh, But thank you, John, so much for sharing that with Evan. And thank you, Evan, for passing it along to me. Our first poem is from George Herbert, who was a 17th century English poet, orator, and priest. Along with John Donne, who we encountered last episode, George is known as one of the great metaphysical poets, known especially for his use of conceits, which is a term for extended metaphors, his metrical agility, and linguistic precision. His work that I'm going to read to you is titled Love Too, and it is written in a Shakespearean or English sonnet form. One thing you may notice is that he switches up the rhyme scheme before the concluding couplet. And for those of you that are not familiar with the word couplet, it is two lines of poetry that usually rhyme. For example, roses are red, violets are blue, That's one line. Sugar is sweet, and so are you. That's the second line. 
So hopefully that helps. Anyway, here is George Herbert's poem titled Love Too. Immortal heat, O let thy greater flame Attract the lesser to it, let those fires Which shall consume the world first make it tame And kindle in our hearts such true desires As may consume our lust and make thee way Then shall our hearts pant thee, then shall our brain All her invention on thine altar lay And there in him send back thy fire again Our eyes shall see thee which before saw dust Dust blown by wit till that they both were blind Thou shalt recover all thy goods in kind who wert deceased by usurping lust. All knees shall bow to thee, all wits shall rise, and praise him who did make and mend our eyes. That was Love Too by George Herbert. This next poem is also in sonnet form, and is one I wrote, titled, Love is the Reason Why Birds Take to Flight. Here it is. Love is the reason why birds take to flight and stretch out their wings in ocean-blue sky. Love's in the dance of the leaves blowing by, and soft-lulling chirps of crickets at night. Love sanctifies the venerate heights, and stoops to deep places to kiss where they lie. Love is the weight of the consummate sigh, the tender flame's warm, intensified light. Love is hands rough to incise mountain peaks. Love is hands soft to catch wrens when they fall. Love rides the tide of the hours, days, and weeks, Cradles your cup at the barkeep's last call. And how I long to live like the bird sings On currents of love while spreading my wings. That was Love is the Reason My Birds Take to Flight by yours truly. Now this next poem has an interesting backstory. I wrote it after watching Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, and reflecting on scenes in the Old Testament when the Ark of the Covenant ended up in the custody of the Philistines, as recorded in 1 Samuel chapter 5. Power and control is something we all desire at one time or another, whether for noble or ignoble reasons. Both the Philistines in the Bible and the Nazis in the movie saw the Ark as a prize to be won, and a means to manipulate their enemies, and both the Philistines and the Nazis suffered greatly because of their hubris. The lesson is that some things are beyond our ability to control, especially when dealing with forces beyond our ability to comprehend. There is a greater freedom to be found when we allow God to be God and allow ourselves to be His servants. So with that as the backdrop, here is my poem titled, Control. They carried off the Ark of God, like so many idols from wars before couldn't help but feel they're in control, couldn't help believing that man was more. They pass it off from town to town, each one could feel God's heavy hand, had to make an offering for their guilt, had to send it back to the promised land. The thought of glory in a box, just enough to keep it on the shelf, and bring it out when friends would come around, but always save the best parts for yourself, could make it feel I'm in control that my future follows where I lead. Funny how the things that we want most are the things that keep us from being free. That was my poem titled Control. We are still in the Easter season, and if you're following the Eastern Orthodox calendar, then your Easter has just begun, so a blessed Easter to you. In the spirit of the season and in celebration of the resurrection of Christ, 
I thought it would be good to end our time together with this poem I wrote titled, Where Tulips Bloom. And here it is. Where tulips bloom and fill the room with sweet perfumes as love exhumes and roll stone hewn to seal the tombs, the dead to swoon as heaven looms. The dead to swoon as heaven looms and roll stone hewn to seal the tombs as love exhumes with sweet perfumes and fills the room where tulips bloom. The title of that poem was Where Tulips Bloom and was one of my own. I hope you have enjoyed these poems of mine that I've shared with you throughout these episodes. I will continue to mix in poems from great poets of the past, as I have been doing, and I would also like to include yours as well. Submit a poem or song of your creation to poetry.deartracks at gmail.com. Again, that's poetry.deartracks at gmail.com. The only parameters is that they are an honest work, relatively appropriate for a broader audience, and that recordings don't go longer than four minutes if you wanted to record yourself reading it, uh, which is great. Uh, if you don't, that's okay. Just send me the poem and I will read it on a future episode. And if you have any more questions, you can also email those to poetry.deartracks at gmail.com. Also, don't forget the haiku challenge I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Post a video of you reading yours with the hashtag haiku challenge and tag me in the post. And if you don't want to do a video, that's okay. You can still post your haiku and maybe post a photo of the thing that inspired you to write that haiku or just put the words. And again, just tag me in the post. Uh, that would be perfectly fine. I want to thank you all for listening to this episode. And please share this podcast with friends and family. Leave a positive rating and review on whichever podcast platform you're using. If you're listening to this through, say, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, a lot of those places have some sort of rating um, system. So uh, please rate through the podcast, review it. Uh, all this takes little of your time and makes a big impact on expanding the audience for this podcast. I also post these episodes on YouTube, so just search James Kibbe and subscribe to my channel. You can also like the videos there. And you can also connect with me on Facebook and Instagram by using the handle at poetry.deartracks. This is another way to stay up to date when new episodes air and other fun bonus things that I might do during the week. So like, subscribe, and stay connected. Uh, that, that would be great. So anyway, that does it for me with this episode of the Deer Tracks podcast. So until next time, take care. <laughs>